up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 665. In this episode, I'll discuss when using IV bicarb in the ICU is actually helpful. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 665. If used to attempt to normalize pH without correcting the underlying problem, sodium bicarbonate use is essentially pointless as its effects will be short-lived. In addition, indiscriminate bicarb use should be avoided due to potential adverse effects, including increased production of lactate by altering pH and interfering the feedback loop on lactate production, normally created by acidemia, decreased left ventricular contractility due to to a decrease in free ionized calcium, and hypernatremia. There are at least three scenarios where routine IV bicarb use in the ICU is considered to have little to no clinically relevant effect. Number one, in coagulopathy. Correction of the pH with sodium bicarb does not seem to be enough to reverse the effects of acidemia and coagulation. Number two, respiratory acidosis with inadequate ventilation. The elevated PCO2 that results from inadequate ventilation puts a stop to the generation of H2O and CO2 that normally results from bicarb administration. And number three, cardiac arrest. Many studies have shown little to no benefit and perhaps harm from administration of sodium bicarb routinely in cardiac arrest for rapid correction of acidemia. And the latest ACLS guidelines published by AHA do not recommend routine administration in cardiac arrest. But when is sodium bicarb use actually indicated? I can come up with four general indications where I believe bicarb is routinely indicated for use in ICU patients. Number one, drug toxicity. Quinidine-induced torsades and tricyclic toxicity to alkalinize the serum, and aspirin toxicity to alkalinize the urine. Number two, diabetic ketoacidosis and a pH below 7. Prevent the decrease in myocardial contractility that accompanies severe acidosis in this state. Number three, in hyperkalemia. After four to six hours, if a patient with hyperkalemia also had metabolic acidosis, the serum potassium will decrease by a little over half an MEQ per liter. And number four, the initial treatment of severe lactic or metabolic acidosis to allow time for the underlying condition to be treated. While this is using bicarb as a bandage, it could allow time to correct the underlying cause by reversing reduced responsiveness to catecholamine vasopressors or arrhythmias that comes with acidemia. What do you think about these indications? Is there a scenario I missed where IV sodium bicarb could routinely be given in the ICU and a benefit be expected? Let me know in the comment section below this post at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 665 or by sending a tweet at pharmacyjoe. And to access my free download area with 20 different resources to help you in your practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com slash free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.